welcome to our Drink a Book podcast, where we drink wine and talk about books. This is Lauren. Lynn. I'm Lee. It's Marie. And this is Joe. Episode. This is our third mini episode, and this time we are talking about the book Wonder, which is of actually a pretty special book for our book club because it was the very first book that we ever read as a book club all yeah. the way back in was that like September twenty seventeen? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's wow. It's been a long time. Yeah, I know. Like, I really like that book, and I have fond memories because it's like, you know, Our when we all started becoming friends. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I remember we were in one. Hudson, and we went to the coffee shop. No, we weren't. Mm-mm. We, were we in... weren't. <laughs> You're at. <laughs> Oh, no, we were in Ohio City. We went to Phoenix. We went to Phoenix yeah. coffee. No, you know what I'm getting it mixed up in. Because we that, had our first meeting, yeah. we were talking about our planning of becoming a book club in Hudson. Oh. So but this that is was like, only the three of us. Yeah, yeah. This like sorry goes guys, back. I ruined the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I remember well, when we first started. No, I don't. Clearly. <laughs> so this book is really part of our origin story because like we've mentioned marie and i were teachers together and honestly when we had this idea for a book club our first idea was to have a book club about like instructional books that we would use at school with our kids and that's why because we were always talking about picture books and other just books that have educational messages and lessons Mm -hmm. in them And that was a big reason we started with Wonder, because that had kind of been on our to-read list as a reference for school. And, I mean, it definitely did not go in that direction since then, but I love (laughs) what it's become. This is way better, in my opinion, because... I, if I'm being completely honest, I need a balance from work and my personal life, so this is way better. But, yeah, it's kind of cool to think about. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that this was both mine and Joe's second time reading the book, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, I forgot you both yeah. read it twice. Oh, yeah, I forgot too. Yeah. So I had I had read it, and then I think I texted Joe like right away and was like, "I think you should read this book. I think you would really like it." And then I don't know, like a year or so later, I don't know how much time elapsed in between but then (laughs) I loved it so much that when we decided to do it for book club I was like yeah I'll read it again and I don't know if like listeners know this by now but usually Joe and me (laughs) have are the ones who have read like the books already that people want to choose so which makes it really hard theme yeah (laughs) I know I find a cool book and it's like Joe read this Lee read this (laughs) all right fine yeah, sorry everyone. I mean, in a way it's great because I basically only read books that you 
that Joe and Lee have read and rated basically a four or higher is how I pick my books. <laughs> but for book club, it's a problem because you've read all the books I want to read. Well, thankfully, we both like to reread our favorite books. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. True. I didn't have a problem rereading this one at all because like you said, yeah. Lee, this book is mm-hmm. great. I feel like recently we haven't really been choosing books that you guys have read. We've yeah, been we've been choosing trying books to, that we all. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been trying to make an effort to not make you reread all yeah. the time. Yeah. But don't let that deter you from making a choice. <laughs> yeah. So since that was so long ago, because we're recording this in October 2020. So, I mean, do you remember what you liked about the book did you go back and look into it or like what do you remember about one thing that I just want to share you know um, as a teacher I have worked a lot with this book and I read the novel obviously when we met for book club our first one and then from that I wanted to implement a lot of the themes in the book in my own classroom so with my students, I talked to them about kindness and the importance of kindness. And we, I didn't use this book only because the students I was working with at the time, they were a little too old. So I actually read the picture book, which got released a few years after the novel. Well, I don't know, it's probably longer than that. But I started using the theme of the themes from the picture book with my students. And I still had the novel to just show them that, you know, it started as a novel and then they made a book. And then after that, then the movie came out. And I thought that during this whole time, we kind of had this whole wave of, you know, spreading kindness and what is kindness. And not that it's still not present now, but it was definitely a huge theme that my school and everywhere around me, we were definitely focusing on. We got our school-themed t-shirts to match the book, and the t-shirts, they went towards bullying prevention. So not specifically about the book, but just some little projects that I've done on my own with the book. Yeah, we do a Celebrating Differences Week in January every year at my school, and same thing. It's always the picture book, which is called We Are All Wonders. I forget who, is it the same author? It's the same author, right? Yes. And it's the whole theme is like choose kind or whatever. It's really fun and it's a good way to introduce especially young kids into the whole world of diversity and inclusion and equity. So it's a good starting point. And I feel like a lot of kids can relate to the main character. I think the main character's name was August, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Augie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I just have to jog my memory a little bit. It's been a while. I feel like a lot of kids, people, adults, you know, anyone can really relate to him because everyone at some point in their lives, they've felt different for any reason or multiple reasons. You know, Mm -hmm. we have a lot of differences, whether it's our race, whether it's our gender, you know, sexuality, like whatever. There's a lot of differences that we all have. And I think a lot of people can connect to Augie because, you know, he was different and everyone knew it, you know, and he struggled with that at first. But you kind of see him persevere and overcome some of his challenges that he had faced. And I think it's a great model for anyone to make some connections with the character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going off of what you were just saying, Marie, I feel like 
I also really liked this book because the other characters in it, like uh, Via and Jack Will and, you know, the others, Summer, they all kind of are going through their own issues or like especially Via feeling out of place and her friend Miranda. Mm -hmm. Um, But even though it kind of revolves around Augie, these other kids are still going through their own um, issues that make them feel different or like they don't fit in. And I kind of like how... It's not all about Augie, it's about the other kids too and how they're trying to find their way in school. Because a lot of times, like you said, there's people have issues, but you can't always see the issues that people are having. And so um, I liked that aspect too and I liked how it changed um, viewpoints of who was telling the story to kind of get the insights from the different characters. And I have to say too, after reading this, I also read a couple of the other Wonder books. I read Augie and Me, and it's three stories from Julian, Christopher, and Charlotte's perspectives. Um, It was pretty short, but it was cute. And then I read Mr. Brown's Book of Precepts, which is maybe not as much reading, but just all the precepts he had in the book plus more and like little stories in that book. Um, And I would recommend that to anyone listening if you liked wonder or end up liking wonder those other little stories are cute too i do think it was really relatable like going back to what marie said too like even if for someone who doesn't have a disability it just really brought me back to like that middle school time Mm -hmm. and like i always remember the scene on like the halloween costume day and he shows up in his costume and he hears his friend talking about him behind his back and that just like like who can't relate to that like back right. in your middle school days like knowing someone else was talking about you behind your back and just feeling like devastated by that you know mm-hmm. and i don't know that just really like got me like to my yeah. core like who hasn't felt like an outcast and in middle school everyone is just it's so much drama and Mm -hmm. angst and everybody's (laughs) talking behind your back honestly like I would never go back to middle school like Mm -mm. it was I didn't know it at the time but like it was fucking terrible yeah like I don't know but so that just like to me I thought the author did a really good job of like you know, portraying a realistic middle school experience between even, like, friends and, like, the drama that happens between friends or people who aren't aren't friends. And, and then I also thought, though, like, kind of also, like you were saying, Marie, now there is kind of a big push for, like, choosing kindness and kindness and cool. And that kindness is cool. And that wasn't really as big of a thing when that I can remember when we were that age Mm -mm. and it almost like made me feel guilty because I was like I don't think I would have befriended him and I don't think I would have been like nice to him like some of the other kids were I probably just would have like avoided him yeah and then that makes me feel like really guilty like why wouldn't I just be nice to everybody you know and Mm -hmm. it just makes me wish that there was a little bit more of a push for that back when we were that age and I think that the fact that a lot of young people are reading this book or books like this now is a really good thing Mm -hmm. because it can be like kind of eye-opening for everybody yeah it's a really good point so like who would our teachers have been would they have been like boomers 
do you think? Like, do you think that has something to do with it? They were just like, every man for themselves. Maybe. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was the you know whole, what I mean? like, individualism thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and just pull yourself I feel like up now, by your bootstraps. And it was very, right. like... But you know what? I also feel like a huge part of it has to do with our age gaps, you know? As we grow older, our perspectives change and how we feel, you know? Because I remember... When I was in middle school, middle and elementary school, I had someone in my school that I was friends with, and, you know, they were in my class, and they definitely had a lot of deformities, and I was friendly with them. I was in elementary school, you know, when you're in elementary school, you don't completely understand, but as I got older, and I was in middle and high school, you know, then you have that added peer pressure of... Mm-hmm. Well, if I say hi to that person, does that make me less cool? You know? Right. And I remember that feeling. I hate that that was a feeling I had, but, but it I was. Think that, I think Lauren's right that part of it mm-hmm. was the culture back then. Because yeah. when we were in school, it was very much uh, what I remember, like the messages I was receiving from my teachers and just society in general was, you have a box that you are expected to fit in basically like Mm -hmm. you have a certain way that you're supposed to be and don't ask questions and don't challenge authority and you know and and generally generationally we have kind of broken down that norm like the Mm -hmm. millennials have kind of like we question everything and we right we don't adhere to social norms that were set up you know back then or whatever so i think it Mm -hmm. might be some of both and I don't yeah. think maybe there just wasn't a lot of like research on it back then. I don't know. Like, I think mm-hmm. the tra- the training, especially that educators go through nowadays, is a lot different than it was, you know, back in the seventies, eighties, nineties. You know, and now there are like laws in place about bullying. Like schools legally have to have an anti-bullying policy. So I think even. Like, you're right, the culture has changed, but so has, like, the policy, you know, right. which has also probably played a role in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were the guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember just really, like, since this was the first book I read as a book club, I had always been an avid reader, but for some reason I just kind of got, like, thrown off that wagon for a few years. I don't know if it was just, like, college, and then after college I just couldn't get, like, back into it. So I just remember, like, really enjoying it, um... And being happy that I was getting, like, reintroduced to reading again um, from this book. Like, it was just such a sweet story. Like, I remember reading it on my deck and then, like, crying at the end because it was Mm -hmm. so cute. And my partner was like, why are you crying? I'm like, because it's so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Do you remember? So, Marie couldn't go, but after we read the book, we (laughs) took a book club field trip to see the movie in theaters Because we read the book right around the time the movie came out. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I just bawled the Mm -hmm. entire time. I was like, nobody look at me. (laughs) Sobbing. Oh, my God. Yeah. But because it was so heartwarming. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought the movie was really good, too. Yeah. It was good. I really liked the movie. But since we've read it, I've seen controversies about it like have you have you all seen people who are active in the disability awareness community people who have disabilities themselves some of them have had some beefs with this book 
Mm-hmm. Um, number one, because the author is not a person who has a facial disfigurement or any disability. And the apparently the reason she got the idea for this book was because she and her kids were at an ice cream shop and saw another kid with a facial disfigurement. I'm pretty sure that's what mm-hmm. the story was. And that's I, Yeah, what, I think I just read that when I was brushing up on my facts about this book. Yeah. So that's been a criticism that, you know, we're trying to get authors who represent the characters that they are portraying. And also it, it was a lot of people have said how it's kind of that like disability porn thing or that, you know what I'm talking about? Like the benevolent mm-hmm. thing where it's like benevolent sexism and benevolent, benevolent racism where you think you're helping or it like makes you as a non-disabled person feel good but to to feel like you know oh i'm seeing this person who has a disability overcoming this obstacle and then it makes you feel better about yourself Mm -hmm. you know um what's her name from little fires everywhere it's like we're all elena yeah we're just helping people to feel better about ourselves and not actually help them and it's a little bit of like the saviorism thing. Of That's like, what it is. If somebody's friends with you or whatever, then it's like they're saving you and they're doing this like amazing thing when it's actually maybe it's just like a normal thing to mm-hmm. like be friends yeah. with somebody that has a disability. Mm-hmm. And something else that has been brought up in some of the articles I've read, there's one on carlyfinley.com um, that I thought had really good information in it or just opinions about the book I guess but how so often we are encouraging kids and everyone to choose kindness over like advocating for yourself or like sometimes choosing kindness isn't the right answer where for example in the book a lot of times Augie when he was bullied or teased or shamed he would just kind of like grin and bear it and wouldn't Mm -hmm. stand up for himself or didn't feel safe enough to stand up for himself and he's being given these messages internally to just choose kind just like everyone else is getting that message but it just sometimes contradicts like I think it's more important to stand up for what you believe in than to just be kind you know Mm -hmm. like there's a difference there and that even to me is something that's happening with politics and you know, everything right now in our world where so often you just feel like you, oh, well, you don't want to say anything. If somebody Mm -hmm. says something you disagree with, you're kind of, you feel like you just should be nice and not say anything or not call them out. But in reality, like, no, you should stand up for what's right, you know? Right. So I know we've mentioned before is like such a hard thing, I feel, especially like for women to do because we're like so ingrained in us just like, Oh, just like laugh politely. It's fine. You know? Yeah. I still, like, I still find myself doing that. Like, they'll, I'll hear something or see something, and then, like, I don't say anything because I hate confrontation. And, like, I just immediately will just, like, laugh or just try to remove myself instead of standing up and saying something. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, I think the bottom line of the controversy was, you know, that Wonder is a fictional book. It was written and made, the movie and the book were created by people who don't have facial differences and just keep in mind who is the source and who it's coming from and mm-hmm. be you know yeah. be seeking out stories and information from real people who have these types of 
mm-hmm. differences. But I, at the same time, I loved the book. So it's, you know, that happens where, <laughs> like, you can have right. criticisms of it and still really enjoy it. And it's, I think it was a great way to get this conversation started. And there are so many mm-hmm. positives about it. But you can also have, Absolutely. you know, criticisms. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, definitely there needs to be more, like, firsthand experience things from people who have actually experienced these. But at the same time, would I have even thought about it if I didn't see this book or hear about right. this book? Yeah. Or the exactly. movie. Does everybody remember what they rated it? Yes. Well, I, I thought I had given it a five, but apparently Goodreads said I gave it a four. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like thinking about it, I feel like I would have given it a five because I really liked it. And like thinking back on it, I think I like I remember really liking it. But but I give fours for books that I really liked too. That's true. I guess I do yeah. that too. If it wasn't, like, my favorite book, but I really liked it, I'll still give it a four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I gave this one a five. Um, I also rated it a five. So did I. Me too. So overall, it was a great kickoff of our first book club meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Because we read a book that we really loved. Was this the first time that Marie and Lauren met? Or had you met each other? Oh, yeah. It was oh. the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's so crazy to think yeah. about. I remember that day. I remember being like so excited and so happy about starting mm-hmm. our book club. Yeah. I was and- also happy, but I was nervous because I didn't want, I hadn't been reading a lot, so I didn't want to sound like super dumb. And I knew you guys were all teachers, and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to like say your own thing. <laughs> That's Luckily, so we're past all that now, but yeah. that's so funny because so we so Lee and I also didn't know you that well at that time, Lauren. Right? Yeah, but we only what, met a few times. We had just been hearing from Joe basically the, as long as you've known her that like you are both avid readers. So I just had this thought of you that you were going to come in hot like Joe, <laughs> where you've read all the books <laughs> and you no. know. That's what I thought, so I Nobody had no idea. Nobody has read as many books as Joe has. <laughs> okay, that's not true. Truth. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's funny, though, how to think, like, how things have changed since then. Because at the beginning, yeah. we were, like, kind of exclusively doing the coffee shop thing, and we mm-hmm. were, like, alternating which part of northeast ohio we were going to since we all kind of live like in different parts Mm -hmm. but now well now we are doing zoom (laughs) from our own houses but but after we did coffee shops then we started rotating houses and wineries or doing like wineries Mm -hmm. yeah we've evolved a lot from the beginning yeah, and we definitely. changed how, like, we picked our book picks. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember oh, yeah. scouring over, like, Goodreads <laughs> together, like, what do you guys oh, want to yeah. read? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The first few times were pretty crazy trying yeah. to find a yeah, book to read. Yeah, it was, like, read. 20 minutes. We're like, I don't know. What book do you want to read? I don't know. What do you want to read? We got picks out of it, though. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how yes. we picked, like, the Lilac Girls, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And then oh, yeah. House Rules or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was after that that Joe brought the idea of mm-hmm. having like a real structured process instead yeah. of like must be all wasting. those books she reads. She's just a genius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was more that 
I was like, okay, that was really stressful. I just felt so stressed after trying to find books to read. And I was like, we have to have a a process. I like the way we do it. I Mm -hmm. love it. It's always exciting because you don't know what someone's going to pick. And then it's even more exciting because then you don't know what the actual pick of the genre is. I know. Yes. Yes. It's great. So we definitely recommend reading Wonder. And have any of you listeners read it? What did you think? Let us know. You can chat with us on Instagram at drinkabookpod, or you can email us at drinkabookpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to listen to our next episode, which will air on December 2nd, and we will be talking about Shrill by Lindy West. Bye! Bye! Bye. Here's to another book club. Cheers! Cheers!